Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Did you ever lie about being vaccinated? Uh, I never lied. I took all my teammates into a huddle, got all their faces three inches away from my wet mouth, and told them, trust me, I'm more or less immunized. Go team! So that was Pete Davidson Saturday Night Live playing Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, who became part of the culture war over the weekend. So a while back, he was asked in a press conference, Aaron Rodgers, was he the league MVP last year? Uh, Maybe, Jack. We're checking the record. I know it was fairly recently. Alex, in the newsroom, you would know that. Anyway. In the last couple of years, he's one of the best players in the NFL. But he was asked in a press conference if he was vaccinated, and he gave, in retrospect, a uh, a carefully worded answer. At the time, I think people just took it at face value. He said, "I'm I'm I'm immunized against the 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 COVID uh, virus." But right, he didn't get vaccinated, and that came out. And so the rules are he's got to be vaccinated. So he didn't get to play yesterday. Um, and he went on Joe Rogan over the weekend, and he talked about the ivermectin and that sort of stuff. And, of course, the left-wing media jumped on the how stupid he is, his uh, taken horse paste, and, you know, you know that whole dance. Oh, yeah, once again, they, they're they incapable of learning. Now, it is he is one of the best players in the NFL for... One of the best players in history. One of the, Yes, certainly. One of the best players in history. They could have been a San Francisco 49er, but they passed on him. Um, uh, even though it was his hometown team that he wanted to play for his is whole Is that an life. Alex Smith shot? Because I won't have it. I won't have it. And uh, and Aaron Rodgers' team lost yesterday, and they're a team that legit could uh, be a Super Bowl contender. So, you know, it's having an effect on the team. Um, how you feel about all that, I don't know. But during one of the uh, telecasts yesterday on the most watched TV show in America is NFL football. Here's Terry Bradshaw, Hall of Fame quarterback. Didn't hold back on what he feels about Aaron Rodgers and uh, the way he's behaved. I give Aaron Rodgers some advice. It would have been nice if he'd have just come to the Naval Academy and learned how to be honest. Yeah. Learn, learn not to lie because that's what you did, Aaron. You lied to everyone. I understand immunized. What you were doing was taking stuff that would keep you from getting COVID-19. You got COVID-19. Ivermectin is a cattle dewormer. Sorry, folks. That's what it is. We are a divided nation politically. We're a divided nation on the COVID-19, whether or not to take the vaccine. And unfortunately, we've got players that pretty much think only about themselves. And I'm extremely disappointed in the actions of Aaron Rodgers. Wow, that was kind of a mixed bag of informed, uninformed, principled, and unprincipled. (laughs) Like a a lot of Terry Bradshaw's stuff, it was confusing. The one thing that bothers me about this always is everybody in the media... And and now they've tested positive. Like it's a death sentence. It's it's almost one hundred percent not a death sentence. Right. <laughs> it's just you're going to be sick for a while. And the younger and healthier you are, Aaron Rodgers, very young, very healthy. The 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 less likely it's going to be of any big deal or whatever. Now I think if you didn't get vaccinated, you shouldn't tell people you were vaccinated. And he didn't follow the protocols that they have with the media and the team and all that sort of stuff. So that's not cool. Uh, I'm I'm all for it. I personally, I got vaccinated as soon as I could. I think it's a good idea. But he, I, I think it's, I don't have a problem with him deciding not to get vaccinated, but he does need to be honest about it. And if the rules are you got to stay this far back and wear a mask if you're not vaccinated, I think you should 
not mislead people. Well, as a superstar headed for a first ballot Hall of Fame entry, he believes the rules do not apply to him if he doesn't want to follow them. It's not exactly a, a new chapter in humanity. It's, we've seen this many times. Well, here's Aaron Rodgers himself replying to the criticism. The right or whatever is going to champion me and the left is going to cancel me. And I'm, I don't give a shit about either of them. Politics is a total sham. I'm not going to go on Fox News like I wouldn't go on CNN. I have zero desire to do any of that. The only desire I have is to empower people to take autonomy over their body in all forms and facets. To take a time to what now? To be meant take control of their bodies. Oh, take control. Okay, I hope he speaks more clearly in the huddle. I like the first part of that, though. I'm not going on Fox. I'm not going on CNN. I have no interest in being a part of this deal. Right. Good for you. I just didn't want to get the vaccine. Yeah. Um. So that's that. And I, I got to believe if you're a teammate uh, and, you know, the window of opportunity for winning Super Bowls is small, a lot of money attached. Mm-hmm. What you play for your whole life, you'd think, hey, dude, could you have just gotten the jab and we go ahead and win yesterday and maybe we win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I know. Pick a different hill to die on or something. I know it. I know. It's tar- It's hard. Argue. Do we still have that song? Arguing about the vaccine. Because it's it's not abated even a single bit. I tell you one vaccine-related story that's bothered me. That is, it's become absolutely undeniable. The vid, uh, uh, the Fauci hot and sour bat fever, is still killing about... That's right, Dr. Cardi. It's still killing about 1,000 people a day, as opposed to a, yeah. uh, an average flu season that's 100. Yeah, it's about 1,200 a day still, which is right. something. Anyway, um, it's overwhelmingly now people in very red counties. Conservative people, generally more resistant to getting the vaccine, more resistant to the various mitigation strategies, some of which are a complete waste of time, some of which are partially a waste of time, uh, might conceivably work, who knows. Uh, but there are way more conservative voters dying than liberal voters at this point. But, from I, the vid. but here's something I think it's very important to point out on that. I, I believe those statistics that they're true, that there are way more people in uh, red counties dying of the COVID right now than blue by far because mm. of the vaccination. Forty percent of Republicans aren't vaccinated. Only what? Eight percent of Democrats aren't vaccinated. Uh, they say 10, whatever. Yeah. Um, if Trump had won. And he damn near did. Yes. 40,000 votes in three states go the other direction and Trump won. You'd have the numbers flipped. Neither side should get all excited about how smart they are or the other. Oh, I no, believe, that's not my point at I, all. But I go believe, on. I believe, I, well, that's the way it's being portrayed in almost all media outlets. Of course. Uh, it would be completely flipped. You'd have everybody on the right taking the vaccine that Trump got through and nobody on the left, including Kamala Harris and Joe Biden would be getting vaccinated because they wouldn't trust the Trump vaccine. Right. Of course. And it's a point worth making. I'm glad you did. My point is only that I want my peeps to show up at voting time. Can't show up if you're dead. Well, you can in Chicago. Well, you can. You can in plenty of places. Uh, (laughs) But just make sure you, you know, you you appoint a, 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 a proxy voter when you are deceased. Man, there is a, a lot of attention being given to this uh, concert over the weekend where eight people got crushed at the Travis Scott concert. Well, there should be. It's it's a horror and preventable. One, it's a horror. Two, there's lots of video. And uh, TV, TV loves video. Well, everybody had their cell phones out, so you're seeing it. It looks awful. I mean, like literally a nightmare. 
you know, I don't want to go through the list of the worst things I've ever imagined that could happen to me, but this would be in the top handful. Oh, and if you're with your family, oh my God, the panic you'd have. Anyway, Travis Scott just announced he'll refund all tickets from that concert. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Almost got crushed to death, so I get my $30 back. Thank you. Thank you very much. Or I almost got crushed to death, and my son or brother or date or best friend did. Thank Yikes. you for giving my money back. How about uh, this? How about the 40 bucks I paid for a T-shirt? Okay, anything we can work out there? No? Okay. All right. I'm just asking. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, the whole, and, and you know, I, I read a, a long scholarly piece on, on the incident over the weekend, and I remember vividly when the, I think it was 11 people were killed at a Who concert in uh, 1979, I think it was, mm. um, and, and all of the subsequent, exactly the same incidents of horror since, for the same reasons, you know, roughly the same reasons. And the same story being told and the same uh, authorities saying, oh, we need to look into this and make sure we prevent blah, blah, blah. It's not going to happen. Where there is festival seating, general admission, you're going to have the potential for people getting scores, depending on the nature of the crowd. Well, if it only happens once every 40 years, then it's not that big a deal. But it doesn't. That's the point. It's happened over and over again. Oh, it does? Yeah. Yeah, the Who concert was just the first notable one. I remember the T-shirts. I would run over you to see the Who. Boy, really? Yeah. Ah, that's distasteful. Well, probably. Probably. Well, it's young people. You know, if that's young, not distasteful, what is? You know, for young, instance. Young rock and rollers. Yeah, okay. You that's know, true. You're, young. you're like you're, you're young, you're demonstrative, you're lashing out against convention. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing distasteful t shirts. You're trying to start a gener- uh, revolution against something. You're mocking the president for farting. Ew. Oh, speaking of which, uh, the president's poll numbers are, well, coincidentally in the toilet, Kamala Harris is even worse and one of the nation's best-known pollsters says, I completely blew the recent polls, and I wonder whether polling should even exist. It's, it's a crisis moment in the industry, Jack. And what is one industry that's having an incredible boom right now? There are a bunch of them, but one I think that you'll find uh, interesting. And I'll bet once I mention it to you, you'll say, ah, oh, yeah, I've noticed that. All of that stuff is on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Biden had another rough week, I, I got to say. You know, first of all, all over the country now, conservatives think it's so funny to say, let's go Brandon. Have you followed this story? <laughs> then Biden oh, went to Glasgow, Scotland for the big summit meeting, gave a, a moving speech uh, saying that the recent alarming news about melting ice flows and natural disasters should serve as a real wake-up call. And then he fell asleep. The far left is right. He's not woke enough. <laughs> he's got to literally, literally be more woke. His disapproval rating, Joe's, was 36%. Not that far long ago. Now it's up to 53%. And Joe said, you think that's bad? You should hear about this Brandon guy. <laughs> People really hate him. I thought the Brandon bit on SNL on Saturday Night Live during the news was pretty funny. The poor kid that was named Brandon thought everybody was cheering him. Well, <laughs> they, they don't, they don't, 
They don't like me? <laughs> um, speaking of Brandon, we got lots of Let's Go Brandon merch at the website, armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> you got the, uh, the Kamala clip there, Michael? Because we're going to talk about her in a second. I don't know. Thumbs up, thumbs down. No. Uh, Let's Go Brandon hats, t-shirts, uh, hoodies, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. At armstrongandgetty.com. And they're still flying off the shelves, so. Perfect Christmas gift. Are you kidding me? Probably ought to order now before the uh, the Chinese container ship supply bottleneck thing chokes off your Christmas. Choke Santa's. He's trying to come down the chimney. Wow. Speaking Hate of China, speaking of China and how awful they are, how they're preparing their military compared to ours. Next segment, and also one of the early people in China to alert us to the bat flu is about to die in prison. Oh, boy. Uh, and the story on that is really interesting. It just oh. shows you how evil China is, the Chinese regime. Chinese <laughs> asshole! That's a, that's a good way to sum it up. Uh, speaking of evil, the continuing effort by the left mainstream media to explain how Glenn Youngkin and, and his lieutenant governor, the beautiful, brilliant black woman who was a Marine, how that election is explained exclusively by white supremacy and racism. I tell you what, you got to give them, they're twisting themselves into knots like it's the Cirque de freaking Soleil trying to explain how that's all white supremacy will bring that to you. Speaking of polls, as we were a moment or three ago, really striking numbers. Uh, Bill Maher, Produces his show, correct me if I'm wrong, on Friday. He didn't get the weekend poll numbers from USA Today, Suffolk University, which make the previous poll numbers look good for the vice president. The approval rating for old man Biden, 37.8%. We'll call it 38%. We'll round up for the old fella. It's the least we can do. But his disapproval rating is 59%. I said, you're wow. kidding me. Wow, that is that is that is a high disapproval. Yeah, Trump didn't see those sorts of numbers till like January 7th, and I think you know what was going on there. Uh, 46% of those included in the survey said Biden has done a worse job than expected. Uh, 64%, almost two-thirds, said they don't want Biden to run for re-election. Well, Father Time will take care of that. Don't worry about that. That's not going to happen. Father Time. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely, oh, absolutely dismal. Well, I could have said the Grim Reaper. That was the gentle version. Uh, now, on the other hand, Joe Biden looks like George Washington compared to Kamala Harris, whose <laughs> approval rating is now in the 20s, folks. Come on 20, now. 27.8% approval rating, 51% disapprove of her performance. And, and listen, if you're not familiar with just the history of the vice presidency, for a vice president to get a majority disapproval is is astounding because they never have to do anything. They're rarely seen nor heard from unless it's kind of a one-foot putt type of assignment. There are exceptions to that, of course. But So Kamala, who's been tasked with nothing, really, and don't give me that she's going to address the root causes in the Northern Triangle of illegal immigration, please. That was just a, a head fake to get us to pay attention to something else. So 27.8% approval rating uh, and a majority disapproval. Oy vey! And a giant advantage to Republicans in a generic congressional ballot. Um, that is at least partly to be expected. But the uh, the shocking and terrifying part of that to me is that Nancy and Chuck and the whole Democratic machinery knows we're going to get murdered 
in the midterms. It's going to be a historic bloodletting. So let's see if we can turn America into Venezuela now, before we get heaved out of office. And so they are a desperate beast, and and they will behave desperately. And I'm worried by that, at least somewhat. So I'm looking up at the uh, screen where we have all our uh, Twitter up. Uh, Don't follow Twitter. It's bad for you. Oh, it really is. It's so toxic. A couple of things I tweeted over the weekend. I, I retweeted this. Did you see the... It's a picture of Keith Richards standing <laughs> standing shirtless on a hotel balcony. Oi. Keith Richards. Like, with recently? Drink, yeah, with a drink in his hand and a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Shirtless. And he's, what is he, almost 80 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and the caption was... Man, the queen just doesn't even care anymore, does she? <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, we didn't I even... I thought that was funny. We didn't even get to the uh, the head guy at Monmouth University polls, which is one of the big ones. He uh, explains why they blew the Virginia race and the New Jersey race. I'm sorry, the New Jersey race so badly. And he talks about the future of electoral polling, and I found it really interesting. So we'll we'll touch on that. Yeah, I got which a, polls? All of them. Right. Okay. I got okay. A, I got a heap and helping a China stuff with a sweet and sour sauce. Oh, I also tweeted out a picture of the gas pump over the weekend as I spent twenty bucks to get four gallons of gas. Yeah, yeah, twenty but bucks you, for four gallons of gas. We got to bring back the Secretary of Energy laughing about high energy prices from last week. Hanson, grab that. A $20 bill used to fill your tank. Now it gets you four gallons of gas. Oof. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Pfizer announced that it has developed an antiviral pill that can reduce hospitalization among COVID patients by nearly 90%. And even better, it makes you hotter than trigonometry. (laughs) We're better than that. Wow. That was, wow. We're better than that. There's no need. There was no call for that. I didn't remember that joke. I would not have called for that joke if I had remembered what that joke was. Hmm. Um... So, a weird thing about getting the COVID like I did, I uh, am angrier now at China than I was before. And I was already kind of angry at them, but now that they made me really sick, and, you know, and I realize, I guess it makes me incredibly selfish and self-centered that millions of people dying around the world and 700,000 in America weren't enough. But the fact that it made me and my, me and my family sick, my yes. kids were sick, I was sick, just really pisses me off that they they could have they could have killed this virus in that little area if they had allowed the world to react to it properly and not lied to us. Right? They're a they're a they're a, an evil presence on the planet. Unquestionably, We've got more of an example of that coming up. But first, on the military side of it, we need to recognize how evil China is. I hope that the Pentagon does. I hope that we are taking very seriously the fact that we are at some point going to have to be able to defeat them or they are going to defeat us and take over the world. That That's where it's headed, I think. This happened over the weekend. Now, is it fair to, to have these side by side? I don't probably not. But I'm just going to mention it anyway. Story out of China. Chinese military has built a full scare of... Hmm. This will be much better if I can read it correctly. 
The Chinese military has built a full-scale American aircraft carrier mock-up in the desert and other U.S. warships as part of a new target range complex. So they took a giant area of the desert, built full-scale aircraft carriers. We have satellite photos of them. Really, like, pretty good mock-ups and then a whole bunch of other ships so they can practice on how they would take out our Navy. Hmm. Here's another story. And again, it's probably not fair to put these back-to-back, but somebody did on the Internet, and I thought it was at least a decent point. U.S. Navy names military ship after gay rights leader Harvey Milk, and it's christened by a transgender veteran. Oh, boy. Yeah, I see the point. Again, perhaps not entirely relevant or as powerful as a juxtaposition as it seems, and yet uh, there's something there. It doesn't matter at all if we can walk and chew gum at the same time. If there are some people that took the time to name an air, uh, uh, a military ship after Harvey Milk, the, uh, the, the, the gay politician in San Francisco who was murdered back in the 70s. Now, he was, he volunteered, he was fought in the Korean War. There's all kinds of perfectly reasonable reasons why he's, they've got a ship named after him. But just the whole, that's what we're spending our time on and the new transgender thing in the military. You got a transgender veteran christen the ship. I hope that that is not detracting even the tiniest bit from our preparation to an all-out battle for world supremacy with China, who I guarantee you is spending zero moments, <clears throat> zero moments, not 30 seconds on anything politically correct about getting their military ready to go. Yeah, I don't think the actual actions or the the little ceremony or the naming of the battleship has any negative, uh, you know, power whatsoever. I think it is indicative, though, of the attitude that is dangerous. And you know, we read a fair amount from the uh, the the vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is retiring, and he was talking about how uh, the Pentagon has become so wildly inefficient, how it's become such a, a slow moving, self protecting bureaucracy, how there's no more risk taking, and just a the whole thing kind of boils into a feeling of, I think there's an attitude, including at the Pentagon, that war fighting capability is, it's it's a thing. That's kind of what we do. Yeah, we sure, we need to be ready in case we fight, in case we need to fight. But it's kind of an afterthought, as opposed to it is immediate never-ending top of mind among the Chinese authorities. The tip of the sphere, the lethal capabilities of their forces, never leave their minds for a second. Whereas I think, to a large extent, our our military establishment needs to be reminded that that exists regularly. Am I wrong? I, uh, I hope you are. Um, and then a different topic, but also China. She told the truth about Wuhan. Now she's near death in a Chinese prison. China committed one act of barbarity when it prosecuted the citizen journalist Zhang Zhan for her revealing look at Wuhan in the first stages of what became a global pandemic. She was sentenced in December to four years in prison on the specious charges of picking quarrels and provoking trouble. You can end up in prison for the rest of your life. On the charge of picking quarrels and provoking trouble. Quarrels? Huh. Okay. She is now near death in a prison. She, a former lawyer, made an indelible contribution, says the Washington Post, to our understanding of what happened in Wuhan at the very beginning of the pandemic. Over three months there, she posted 122 YouTube videos, the first of which she titled, My Claim for the Right of Free Speech, when she got to Wuhan on February 1st, 2020. February 2020. 
That's before we were paying attention to the darn thing. She was posting YouTube videos about it. Um, and when she rolled into Wuhan on February 1st of 2020, there's not a single soul here. It feels as if I stumbled on a movie set right after the shooting was over and everyone has left. The world doesn't feel real, she put out a YouTube video, because Mm -hmm. of the Wuhan lockdown that had occurred. Her videos confirmed chaos inside a hospital. She was ordered to stop filming. She moved around the city in February and March of that year, posting what she witnessed to YouTube videos. Um, Her arrest and imprisonment are are part of China's larger cover-up. In December of 2019, officials in Wuhan attempted to hide information about the outbreak of the new disease, when eight doctors expressed concern about the sickness, they were put in prison or reprimanded or sent to their homes. So I have the same question I've had for a very long time. Can that action by the Chinese authorities merely be explained by embarrassment over having some sort of disease outbreak? I mean, that because that would be paranoia to the point of severe neurosis all they had to say was hey we got a new respiratory virus it's crazy it's making people really sick just wanted to give the world a heads up i don't think there would it would have been any hay to be made saying see communists get respiratory diseases see so so that unless they were borderline mentally ill in the halls of power that the idea to avoid embarrassment or whatever, or the comparison of systems, that, that doesn't make any sense. It's got to be they felt the need to cover up something terrible, something terrible that they did. Well, here's a newsflash for all y'all. Communist regimes make terrible decisions. Yeah, that's a good point. And don't handle things well. That's a good point. They don't see the world in any way the way we do. No, they don't. You, you got uh, a whole bunch of people with their lives and careers on the line to not have anything bad happen on their watch if they want to stay in the Communist Party or alive in some cases. Right. Right. So they just cover stuff up. and that's Deny, deny, deny. Mm-hmm. But yep. God dang it, it's it's maddening when you when you read about that sort of stuff. And that woman's going to die in prison, most likely. Um, who knows how long it would have taken us to figure out that COVID was on the march if she hadn't risked her life to do this. And how many more dead? Yeah. Who knows? Well, speaking of security on a different plane, a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Award-winning home security. They are giving y'all 40% off their award-winning home security. Simply Safe, we love it because it has everything to make your home or your workshop or your business secure. Indoor and outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who help who send the help the instant you need it and help the send. So if you go to simplysafe.com uh, slash Armstrong here in a little bit, you can uh, customize the system to your home in just a couple of minutes. It comes to your home. You set it up yourself. It's that simple. It is Simply Safe, But it's still great home security. In fact, according to U.S. News & World Report, it's the best home security of 2020. And the complete home security system starts at just over 100 bucks. by the way, if you're curious what the big what the ticket is. Uh, so go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, save 40% off your entire system. Get that monitoring going. You got your peace of mind. You sleep better at night. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Hurry. This offer ends soon. By the way, the leader of China, President Xi, who is an evil human being, is set to unveil a new doctrine this week that would let him rule for life. So completely throwing off the whole I'm a president and get elected and all that crap. Just going to completely do away with that shroud, which I'm not sure that makes any difference, but he'll just be emperor for life. Well, we can serve up another carton of Chinese content uh, next hour, if you like. Uh, the 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 plan that he has and how he's implemented it, and now they're busily rewriting history 
in that communist regime is so interesting. And it's so reminiscent of what we're talking about, the the problem with erasing our own history and the woke crowd and the BLM and the rest of it. Don't erase history. It's a technique for taking over a society. Anyway, I promised you this, so I, uh, I wanted to bring it to you briefly. The Monmouth poll, Monmouth University poll, is one of your bigger polls, certainly in your top ten. Uh, and they completely blew the New Jersey race. And they're in New Jersey. And the uh, the head of Monmouth University poll said, I blew it. The final Monmouth University poll margin did not provide an accurate picture of the state's governor's race. And he goes into a fair amount of detail. But the long story short, I did not know this or I'd forgotten it. Gallup poll is out of election polling. They're out. Pew Research Center is out of election polling. I didn't know that either. Yeah, because they don't want to damage the reputation for public interest polling. Like, uh, what do you think of the president? That sort of thing. Are you willing to take the COVID vaccine? That's some pretty solid polling. Long story short, they cannot figure out who's going to vote anymore. They used to have decent models. They'd miss some likely voters, but they'd also miss some people who were unlikely who showed up. But it generally balanced itself out. Now they have no friggin' idea who's going to vote, and and election polling is increasingly just throwing darts at a dartboard. Well, uh, to, to 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 your other part of it, uh, some some people that spend a lot of time on polling that I listen to on podcasts say that other stuff is bad. There's just no way of knowing it. Oh, you just how interesting. You just don't get the grade at the end. When you poll people on, do you approve of the Build Back Better thing, there's no grade on that at any point. Right, because we don't show up to the polls at some point to, to you know put it on the record. A lot of the poll experts that I like and listen to on podcasts say issue polling is worthless. Right. And so now we're finding out, so these people are getting out of the business of oh, polling. Oh, that's right, because the way it's asked is so easily prejudiced, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um and and every issue is way too complex to do issue polling. You can't if you're going to do issue polling, you really have to get a room full of people and have like an hour seminar on every topic. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and then ask them. So why is it going to continue to exist because it absolutely will. Well, because the, the the talking heads, the news readers of the world who bring nothing but shiny white teeth, perky boobs and square jobs as jaws to the job. They demand it. They want it because that, that's something for them to say with their, their parrot mouths. <laughs> They're desperate for it. It's easy content. Their beaks. Exactly. So, uh, if issue polling is worthless and uh, uh, more and more and more electoral polling is worthless, well, then let's just get rid of polling. Wouldn't that be wild to go into everything blind? We kind, we actually are, but we're in our the back of our minds led by polling that is that was way wrong. But well, and it's it's beyond dumb because, for instance, in the New Jersey race, you have to believe that, given the fact that everybody said the uh, the incumbent Democrat was going to win by eight points, which is a landslide more or less, um, that a, a fair number of the uh, supporters of Old Man Chatterelli, the Republican, stayed home because they thought there's no point. It's like voting in California as a Republican. What's the point? Um, and, and so, you know, it could have gone another way but for the misleading polls. So I, I, that's fine. No more electoral polls. We'll find out who's ahead on Election Day. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Or election six weeks, as the Democrats want, so they can, you know, defraud us as much as possible. Allegedly. Um, I forgot to mention the business that is really booming that I think when I mention it, you will notice. You will say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've noticed a lot of that. Uh, what else did you say you had on the way? Yeah, it's all garbage. It's anyway. all garbage. No, it's I've got all a lot just of great garbage. stuff. We got oh, a lot of, are you kidding we, me? we got to hear more from the Trump impersonator on Saturday Night Live just because it's hilarious, and he's so good at it. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. 
president, you never actually campaigned with Glenn Youngkin, did you? You know, I was never there, there with Glenn. You know, there, there, I was never there, there. But I told lots of people they should vote for Glenn, okay? And you know what? Most people don't like Glenn. But he's a wonderful guy, okay? Most people don't like him, but he's a wonderful guy, okay? Tall, rich, like my sons, okay? Glenn, you're like my son. Please, please don't say that. Um, the Trump impersonation rolled out on Saturday Night Live, and he is the best at it ever. So, um, I have been ignoring 5G because I just assumed uh, when it <laughs> happens, I'll find out about it. But it is rolling out next year in the U.S. Finally, it's been in Korea since the war. <laughs> in the U.S., finally next year, 5G is going to hit all your major carriers: your AT and T, your Verizon, your uh, what's the other one? Whatever. Um, they're all going to hit next year with their 5G. And how much faster is 5G than 4G? 20 times. you idiot, clearly. Tw- One. <laughs> 20 times faster. 5G is 20 times faster than 4G. So it's like the Richter scale. Or it just refers to the generation. It is going to be noticeably faster. Super. And uh, so that's pretty cool. So most of us, the vast majority of us, already have phones that are 5G compatible. Or Yeah, and we won't have to do anything. But if you don't, your old phone will become useless. You can't use it at all. So this is the first time we've made a change where it kills the old phone. Wow, really? Yeah, but like AT&T, for instance, they're going to send out free phones to people. If you've still got an old 3G phone, they'll send you one to try to get you on board with the 5G or something. Most of us already have 5G phones. And I'll bet after Christmas, word gets out that 5G's coming. There won't be that many people that don't have 5G phones out there, huh? Hmm, I guess. I don't, although there's a, a fair chunk of America that doesn't hear this stuff. They don't really pay attention to the news. They just have a phone so they can text at the grocery store, what should I get? One question I would have is, we did this big infrastructure bill we just passed, a lot of it has broadband, Wi-Fi, and everything like that. Well, as 5G rolls out, and I've got super fast connection through my phone, do I need Wi-Fi at my home anymore? Am I going to need Wi-Fi to stream a movie? I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah, you, you need Wi-Fi because um, it makes everything easier. I think it's more a question of uh, infrastructure for towns and, and cities, the, the big, the big uh, Internet service. How, how do you get Internet service to your house? Wi-Fi distributes it within your house. But sure. I mean, folks in rural America, for instance. Although what you're saying okay, well, is I'm, using question, cell my, data. My question was inaccurate. Do I need high-speed Internet if I've got 5G on my phone or my laptop that I'm watching my movies on and stuff? I think it will absolutely change things in ways I, I don't know enough to, to you know, Well, I just had anticipate. heard a lot of smart people, including Elon Musk, asking that question as this uh, uh, infrastructure bill was being debated. Hey, by the time this all gets here and you're getting... You know, high-speed Internet to everybody's homes, I'm not sure it's going to be needed anymore. Well, because 5G refers to cell data. Right. Right. So, yeah, if you're getting it through the air, why do I need super zippy fiber optic cable well, at we, my curb? Well, we just committed a gazillion dollars to making sure everybody can get that, like at about the time that they don't need it. I don't know. If you know any more about this, uh, text line 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. Joe mentioned this story, speaking of tech, last week that they've got this um, electric motor that you can put in like an old Ford and drive your old Ford around and have it be an electric vehicle. Well, they sold Mm -hmm. out of those real fast. People like you advertising them. Joe, I assume, is getting kickbacks from Ford. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm no fool. 
But the $3,900 electric motor for your old classic vehicle, they uh, sold out of them. So apparently they're pretty popular. Wow. Well, if they do come back online, you can certainly earn enough to get one just by working a few hours over the holidays. Retailers are are as horny for workers as I was for a woman's touch at age 19. I mean, they are desperate. Offering bonuses of $500. You got a friend who can fog a mirror. You bring him in and have him fill out an app. We'll give you $500. Walmart is paying $17 an hour to start. Has begun offering free college tuition to its workers. Some Amazon warehouse jobs now command signing bonuses. Like you're a quarterback out of Alabama. You can get 3000 bucks for signing on the line. Saying, yeah, I'll slap around Walmart and wear the blue vest for a while. Well, Just crazy. I'm looking up at the TV, one non-discussed portion of the Aaron Rodgers COVID vaccine controversy is, what's with his new greasy hair look? What's with his new homeless guy look? He looks like a homeless guy who found a Green Bay Packers hat somewhere. <laughs> Maybe he has no home, Jack. Is that a new? Is that his new look, the stringy, greasy hair thing? He's living rough. So an explanation of how that Virginia race was absolutely white supremacist from the lunatics in the mainstream media. If you miss it, go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty.